0: Welcome to the ACCP Postgraduate Trainee Podcast, a podcast by postgrads for postgrads. My name is Henry Akorike, and I am the current PGY2 Cardiology Pharmacy Resident at the University of Chicago Medicine. Our guest today is Eugene Steenweich, who is a PGY2 Health System Pharmacy Administration and Leadership Resident at Cone Health. Today, we will be discussing virtual poster presentations. Welcome to the podcast, Jing.
1: Thank you, Henry. I'm glad to be here.
0: All right. So, what should one expect as a poster presenter at a pharmacy conference?
1: Well, first, congratulations on being selected as a poster presenter. This is a really great opportunity for you to showcase your research in front of peers, future colleagues, and even future employers. A poster session serves a multitude of purposes at a pharmacy conference. First and foremost, you are sharing new knowledge in an area of pharmacy practice that's relevant to the conference attendees. There is no one that knows your research project better than you do, so be confident. People also come to poster sessions to look for project ideas for themselves. For example, a residency program director may be perusing the student and resident poster session for flipped research project ideas. And lastly, Poster sessions can serve as an efficient and targeted networking session. You get to meet people who may share a similar clinical interest or practice in a similar setting to yours, and you'll be surprised at how well they will remember you after the conference. As a poster presenter, you should also expect and welcome questions from your viewers regarding your research project. In my experience, people tend to have the most questions about the study method they want to know how you chose your study population, why you picked this particular method, and what confounders you considered in your analysis. Sometimes they just simply want to know how they could replicate your project at their site. These types of conversations have been the most rewarding to me as a poster presenter. They help me break down assumptions and design better studies in the future.
0: Those are all great points, Jing. I definitely recall having great experiences with people coming up to my posters and communicating about various projects that they're also doing at their institutions. So how is a virtual poster presentation different from an in-person poster session?
1: You know, like everything else in the pandemic, pharmacy conferences have gone virtual and poster sessions have followed suit. Obviously, the big difference is that you're no longer standing in front of a giant rectangular piece of laminated paper. Instead, you'll be sitting or standing at your desk while session attendees view a PDF copy of your poster on the conference website. I will say I miss walking around an airport carrying a big lime green poster tube. There's just a sense of accomplishment in knowing that you're traveling to disseminate knowledge. But nevertheless, virtual poster sessions are still a great way for people to learn about trending topics in pharmacy. An advantage of the virtual poster session, in my opinion, is that attendees can view your poster ahead of time and jump into the virtual poster session ready to chat. Most conferences are also giving you the option to record an audio clip to accompany your poster, so that saves you from having to repeat the same poster summary to every person that comes to view your poster. One thing I will mention is to be prepared to have some downtime during the virtual poster session. Um, during an in-person session, I usually like to chat with nearby poster presenters when there's a low in the crowd, but it's harder to jump out of your virtual room and mingle with others online. Since most sessions are around meal times, I would just recommend having some snacks nearby so you can take a quick bite while waiting for people to join your room.
0: Great point about the option to record an audio clip. That is something that's pretty unique to the virtual space. So, can you touch on what someone should include in the audio clip accompanying your poster?
1: Sure. So, let's first talk about timing. Most audio clips that the conferences require or offer as an option will be capped at five minutes, so you really won't have much time to go in depth about your project. Plus in the world of 15 second videos, most people's attention span is really not long enough to retain all that you say in five minutes. Therefore, it's really important for you to highlight what makes your project unique, or innovative, or thought provoking, and give the audience some quick take home points. Because the audio clip will be playing in the background while viewers read your poster, you should help guide the viewer as if you're presenting in person. For example, you can say something like, the graph in the middle right shows X, Y, Z, or as shown in the red circle at the top. This will help make your audio clip a more immersive experience for your viewers. And I would say don't be afraid to repeat what's in your abstract or on your poster in the audio clip. It's hard for people to try to read something and listen to another thing at the same time. So it's best to just summarize what's on your poster instead of using the audio as an opportunity to include additional information. That should really be reserved for the video chats. And finally, enter audio clip with an invitation to learn more about your project in your video chat room. You will find that most poster submission portals have limited audio recording capabilities, so you'll have to record the entire clip in one try. The pro tip here is to type out your script verbatim and practice a few times before recording. This will make the actual recording go much more smoothly.
0: Great considerations for including audio clips for presentations. I think one of the more important things to remember is to almost use it to like you mentioned, highlight and show what makes your project unique and thought-provoking instead of just simply restating everything that you plan on already saying during the session. You got it, Henry. Moving on, what are some important logistics to consider when preparing for a virtual poster presentation?
1: Yes. So once you've submitted your poster and your audio recording, Your next step should be familiarizing yourself with the conference's virtual presentation platform. This will likely be different from WebEx or Zoom, so make sure that you test out your technology ahead of time and know the basic functions like mute and unmute, how to see all the participants, how to view the chat, how to share a screen, etc. The conference website should have tutorials on how to use this, and you should definitely reach out if you encounter any technical difficulties. Then on the day of the presentation, it's important for you to find a quiet, well-lit location. You should dress business or business casual, or at least up top. I would recommend eating a snack or light meal beforehand and avoiding lots of caffeine that day. The nerves in combination with caffeine and a heavy meal can really lead to an upset stomach, and we want to avoid that during our virtual presentation. Then, once you're physically and mentally ready, you should set up your computer screen. At a minimum, you should have the conference website, the virtual presentation platform, and your poster open. If you have any supplemental materials that you want to share with the viewers, have those opened up and ready to go as well, and you're all set.
0: Great points, Jing. One thing that I do remember encountering when giving in-person presentations was encountering multiple people coming up to your booth at different times. So how should one engage with multiple viewers at the same time in a virtual presentation?
1: That's a great question, Henry. It's very likely that you will start with just one viewer in your room and then several people may pop up at the same time. Now there are a few possible scenarios. The viewers may choose to exit the room and revisit at a later time. They may just stay quiet in the background until there's a break in the conversation. Or the person you are currently speaking to may cut their time short to allow others to speak. And you as a host should really be aware of these subtle dynamics. When this happens, you should always keep your attention to the viewer that you're presently speaking to and finish your sentence. Then welcome the new viewers by saying something like, I see that we have a few more people joining. Mike and Haley. I was just telling Amy about how I chose my inclusion criteria. Feel free to jump into our conversation. This allows you to acknowledge the new viewers and continue your engagement with your first guest. Another thing to just mention is that in a in-person poster session, people may stop by your poster, listen to what you're saying to other viewers, and then simply walk away. The same thing may happen in the virtual setting. So don't worry if someone enters your room and then leaves your room without saying anything.
0: Interesting points. After hearing everything, I feel like you had a lot of great points for everybody, but what would you do differently if you were to present another virtual poster?
1: Well, if I were to present another virtual poster, I would plant more seeds in my audio clip to encourage viewers to video chat with me. I think in the last few experiences where I had virtual presentations, there seemed to be more downtime than when I actually had people coming to chat with me. So I should uh, do a better job making sure I plant those seeds ahead of time. And then I would use my downtime more efficiently by trying to go outside of my room and visiting with the other poster presenters in their rooms to do some more networking.
0: Well, thank you Jing for joining us today on the podcast to discuss virtual poster presentations.
1: Thank you, Henry. I really enjoyed talking about it and I really encourage everyone to go submit your abstract and try to do a virtual poster presentation. It's such a rewarding experience.
0: Thank you for listening to the ACCP Postgraduate Trainee Podcast, a podcast by postgrads for postgrads. For more episodes and other resources, visit our website at accp.com slash resfell. Our theme music is titled Jupiter Smile by the 126ers and is provided through YouTube's free audio library. Please subscribe to the ACCP podcast to be notified of new episodes.